When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by The Oregonian and Oregon Live, dedicated to the adventure and exploration of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Hale. And I'm Jim Ryan. And together we take you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region, discussing where to go, what to do, and places to see. And today we are headed to one of Oregon's most popular destinations, the beautiful coastal town of Cannon Beach. And now most people usually go there, of course, in the warmer months. But Jamie, I understand you stopped by recently to check in on Cannon Beach in the middle of the wintertime. Yeah, Jim, you know, every year I do a winter coast trip of some kind where I explore one of the sections of the Oregon coast, usually around January and February. And the idea is to encourage people to visit the ocean during the colder and rainier months. You know, I just feel like you can't fully get to know the Oregon coast without seeing it in that season, you know, with the waves crashing, the storms coming in. It's just the the other side of the coin to those sunnier day. So, I mean, sunny days at the beach are great, but there's something to be said about stormy days as well. Yeah. And, you know, all this seems like an especially difficult time for a tourist town like Cannon Beach or any of the other tourist towns and cities throughout our beautiful Pacific Northwest. And, you know, with all of the COVID-19 restrictions on traveling you know, gatherings, eating out at restaurants. The simple question is, what's it feel like uh, right now in Cannon Beach? Jim, I'm not going to lie. It, it was it was a little weird um, in that it, it, on one hand, it seemed very normal. So, I mean, there were people out of the beach, you know, when the sun is setting over Haystack Rock, there's people out there taking selfies, you know, getting pictures, sitting out there with bonfires And then you walk into town and everyone's wearing masks, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Which is great to see. And, you know, there's signs around town with little pictures of woodland creatures wearing masks that say, like, protect our community. And you see that there are some storefronts that say temporarily closed for the winter and no one is eating inside of restaurants. You know, it, it was a little surreal and yet recognizable at the same time. And that's kind of been my experience traveling during this pandemic in general. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that sense of normalcy, but just that undercurrent of, wow, this is this is a really strange and uh, unique time to be out traveling in any of these tourist towns. Slash normalcy becoming mask use 
distancing, hand sanitizer stations, you know, portable toilets set up outside uh, places where you can use the restroom without going indoors. You know, all of that kind of stuff. I don't know about you, Jamie, but to me, it is starting has started to feel quite normal. Yeah, it, I think there's a part of me that pushes back against that, that doesn't sure. want that to feel normal. You know, I, I, I feel like I, I feel so normal just being like, oh, you know, like when I get my wallet phone keys, it's now wallet phone keys mask. And that's just such a regular part of everyday life. Oh, I'm going to take a walk out to go get a cup of coffee. Let me get my mask on. Uh, let me make sure I have hand sanitizer. And a part of me that just doesn't want that to be normal, you know, so it's this constant tug and pull of, of wanting, you know, wanting that normalcy and, and feeling that normalcy changing right before our eyes. It's, it's a weird experience. Yeah. So you spent a couple of days in town and we had talked going into your trip out there, kind of being like, okay, what do you think you're going to come up with? What do you think it's going to be like? Is it going to be kind of packed with tourists? Is it going to be kind of eerily vacant? Set a scene for me. What, what did it end up actually feeling like in terms of crowds, vibe, distancing, so on and so forth when you were out on the coast? I would say it was busier than normal for this time of year. Mm. It wasn't quite as crowded as it is like on a spring or summer day, you know, so it was easy to find parking in Cannon Beach. Um, and this is I was there out um, off on a Thursday through Saturday um, to give you some, some kind of an idea. And I talked to a lot of local business owners as well. Um, I talked to a person who runs Cannon Beach Vacation Rentals, and he said, you know, we are pretty much booked. It's not like, you know, everything is gone. You can still find places to rent, but there are a lot of people out here now. The problem is that there's not a lot for them to do when they're here. So yes, you can go to the beach and yes, some of the nearby parks are open, but you can't just go sit inside of a restaurant. Even when restaurants are able to have limited capacity indoor seating, that's still far fewer tables than they were able to seat before the pandemic. So a lot of people are doing, you know, takeout, of course, or people are just making groceries in their vacation rentals. People are there, but you don't necessarily see them as much until something like sunset on the beach happens. Then all of a sudden, hey, there's tons of people out here. So it, it's a bit strange. You know, they're around and you know, the town is full, but you don't quite see it as much as you would expect to. And I mean, that makes sense. Folks coming out of the woodwork, uh, you know, the most beautiful times of day, right? Getting that sunrise walk mm -hmm. on the beach, that sunset stroll, if you will. The concept, I'm sure you've heard the term like Zoom town, right? I can do my <laughs> yeah. job, you know, uh, well, we can't quite do our jobs from anywhere in the sense that, you know, we're reporters who go report on things in person. But hypothetically speaking, many folks can do their jobs from just about anywhere they please if their jobs are ones that they connect to from the computer working from home. And I'm curious, you know, if, if there's more crowds uh, than normal, did you get a sense of whether those folks are kind of camping out at their second home on the beach, whether they're folks who have rented an Airbnb for a month or whether they're kind of your standard weekend or few day trippers to the coast itself? Yeah, I was wondering that as well. And when I talked to the vacation rental company, I asked him about that. And he said, you know, it's actually not a lot of long-term people. It's hmm. people who maybe are spending two to four nights there doing maybe a long weekend. Um, you know, that's pretty much the people that are staying there. 
And it's mostly people who live in Oregon and Washington. So your Portland area people, your Seattle area people, those regional travelers. So what you have is a lot of local area Pacific Northwest people going for like a long weekend or maybe spending a few days in an off week that are out there. It's less of the people that are, say, spending a month, like you said, working out from the coast. We may have seen a little bit more of that earlier on in the pandemic out at the coast. You know, I heard some of that back in May in Cannon Beach, but from what I've heard, it's not as much of that happening right now. Interesting. You know, just an educated guess would be that, oh, geez, you know, uh, well, my uh, rent here in uh, the city is X and rent out at the coast is Y. And well, I can square those things. So maybe I'm going to go for a month, you know, for those who have some flexibility. But it, it does make sense that a lot of folks are out there for a couple of days for a getaway because we all know uh, the value of a change in pace right now, especially mm-hmm. as we're not necessarily getting out to do things the way you would quote unquote, normally, it kind of begs the question, Jamie, as, okay, maybe there's more people in town, but if those people are buying groceries, preparing them at home, they're not out kind of doing your standard window shopping and eating and dessert buying, so on and so forth. How are like the restaurants doing and some of these smaller businesses? It's a question I asked every restaurant that I went to, which is usually what I do when I'm out in a town like this, just say, oh, you know, hey, how's business going for you this season? I talked to uh, one woman when I was paying my bill at a breakfast place and she just dragged her finger across her throat and then said, terrible. (laughs) So (laughs) that gives you some idea. Uh, The Chamber of Commerce, when I talked to them, they said, you know, business business is not good for anybody, but it's especially bad right now for restaurants in Cannon Beach. And when I talked to some of these restaurants, they said, you know, part of the problem is just that they can't seat anyone. The restrictions that have been kind of going back and forth in the state, depending on, you know, what level of danger you're you're in as a county, have really been uh, a hardship on these restaurants. So for two weeks, they're able to seat people in a limited capacity inside. And then for two weeks, they can only do outside. And, you know, they can't do takeout cocktails to go. And all of a sudden now they can. And it's been a, a a real trick for a lot of restaurants to figure out, okay, how do I make it through this? What is our strategy as a restaurant to try to make, you know, as much money as we can to just pay our bills? One of the restaurants I talked to said, you know, they were big on breakfast before the pandemic. So they thought, okay, well, we'll do takeout breakfast then. But no one wanted to take out breakfast. So they said, okay, we'll do like a lunch rush. No one wanted to do it at the lunch. So finally, this third time around, they're like, well, I guess we'll try to do like a dinner with our new cocktails to go, and hopefully that will do the trick. So it's really just been kind of a guessing game for a lot of restaurants of what can I do to just get by right now? And what we're seeing some restaurants do is just straight up close for the season. When I was in town there, um, there were lots of places that were open for takeout, but there were also several places that just said, you know what, January, February, we're not going to open. We're just done for the season. And that's, you know, I think we're seeing that here in Portland as well. And, you know, across Oregon and really across the country, restaurants are struggling right now without having people inside. Their profit margins were already so thin that when you put all of these hardships on top of it, it's really difficult to stay afloat. Yeesh, that's hard to hear, you know, because those small businesses, those restaurants 
are part of the main draw for folks to go to Cannon Beach, any of these other cities and towns down along the coast, other tourist destinations throughout the state and the region. You know, you've got your favorite spot to go grab a beer, your favorite pizza place, the spot you really like to go grab seafood on the coast. And if those places are struggling, it detracts from, number one, the livelihoods and jobs of the folks who, of course, live there and operate those businesses and work for them. But also it eliminates or detracts from the draw that a lot of people have toward the coast or toward those tourist destinations. And, you know, we're going to get to later in the show some specific recommendations for things to do, businesses to patronize, where to go, what to eat, so on and so forth. But for now, Jamie, to pivot a little bit away from the businesses themselves, COVID aside, how is it out there this time of year? I'll admit that I am not a regular Oregon Coast visitor come winter time. But as you and I have <laughs> talked about before on this show, you love it and really revel in it this time of year. Oh yeah, Jim. I, it, it's just such a great, great place. Um, you know, I love, I love the gray and the rain. I love the storms. I love the power that comes off that ocean, but of course that same power makes it, you know, kind of dangerous um, at times. So what we've been seeing so far this winter at Cannon Beach and really up and down the Oregon coast has been um, some heavy storms, some king tides, which are just really high, high tides, uh, some really he- uh, high winds. So it's been a really dangerous time out there this winter, especially. There have been some videos that passed around social media from Cannon Beach just before I went, which showed, you know, the, the high tides just really flowing into town there and, you know, starting to crest a people's, you know, vacation home, their yards there really just dangerous conditions. And when I was out there after all of that, I could see some of the um, the results of that. Just driftwood pushed way far out into the beach. Uh, you could see where the tides had sort of carved away at what were otherwise, you know, smooth dunes leading up to the, the top of the beach were just these walls after um, the ocean had sort of carved them away. There were some landslides at local parks um, so it's, it's a, a, in a, in a state of, I think, repair right now from those winter storms. Of course, the season's not yet over and there could be more to come here. But these are things I think people need to consider before going out to the coast during the winter time. So, I mean, you need to start worrying about sneaker waves, um, on top of high tides and all of that. So if you're out walking on the beach, you really need to make sure that, you know, the tide is not coming in, the tide is not high. And if conditions are bad, just, straight up do not go on the beach. Um, there's that old adage, Jim, of course, never turn your back on the mm-hmm. ocean. And that is never more true than in the wintertime when the ocean can suddenly reach out and pull your feet out from underneath you and drag you away. That sounds a little dramatic, but that is legitimately what can happen out there this time of year. Yeah, it's um, scary stuff. I mean, uh, a, a very mundane walk along the beach can get scary very fast. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the last thing you want to hear about is something terrible happening from folks just trying to simply enjoy the beauty of our coastline here along the Oregon coast. So Jamie, I want to hear a little bit more about your trip, some recommendations about things to do safely, of course, but first let's take a short break. All 
All right, folks, we are back talking about things to do on the Oregon coast, specifically the tourist town of Cannon Beach. Here during what probably a lot of folks would consider the off season, Jamie Hale would argue is maybe the best <laughs> season. You know, we talked safety. We talked, you know, geez, how are things going amid the coronavirus pandemic? But we teased uh, ahead earlier in the show some recommendations, some tangible things that you would suggest going to do our intrepid Oregon coast traveler. Jamie, let's start from the top. Where, where would you stay right now? If you were trying to go book a place to hang out on the Oregon coast, I suspect that you're not going to be pitching your tent. No, you know, some people like to camp out in the wintertime. Um, you know, and if you get good weather, which happens sometimes out there, it can be really nice. Uh, but you, it can also turn really rainy in, in a heartbeat. So, um, I don't recommend camping out there at this time of year. And also Cannon Beach is not really a town where there's a lot of camping options nearby. Sure, there are yeah. a couple of RV parks in town. So if you're an RVer, there's some spots to do that. Um, but the two state parks, the kind of bookend Cannon Beach, Ecola and Oswald West are both parks with no camping. So really, if you want to hang around the Cannon Beach area, that's just not an option anyway. So what I like to do for Cannon Beach specifically is look for those vacation rentals. Um, there's a couple of hotels in town too that are, are fine. And, um, I have not had a whole lot of experience there, but I, I love to get these little vacation rentals that are either right there facing the ocean or honestly ones that are just in town. Having a place to stay that is within walking distance of downtown Cannon Beach, I think is crucial because what you do in Cannon Beach a lot is go eat at the restaurants, go, um, have a drink at the bars, you know, go check out the shops. And of course, a lot of those things are uh, a little bit different these days. Um, but you can still, you know, if you want to get your takeout, you can just walk down, um, grab it and go back. So I would just check out Cannon Beach Vacation Rentals, which is, has a great website or, um, Vacasa, Vacasa. Jim, I don't know how to pronounce that. Oh boy. We don't need to get into that. Jeez. Yeah. You know, your Airbnbs, you know, any way you find those. Um, but there are a couple of local rental websites, um, like Cannon Beach Vacation Rentals, um, Starfish is another one. So check those out and find yourself a nice place to spend a few nights. And if you're going for the full experience, make sure to snag the hot tub. Come on, folks. Uh, if you're going <laughs> to the Oregon coast in the wintertime, a hot tub is an essential piece of equipment for a proper visit. Would 10 out of 10 recommend, Jamie, where, where was it? Were you in Depot Bay fairly yeah. recently hanging yeah, in the hot tub? That the, the photos from that trip looked pretty exquisite. If you're looking for like a hot tub with a rental, Depot Bay is like the hot tub capital of the Oregon coast. Ooh, baby. Yeah, yeah. The hot tub capital of the Oregon coast, <laughs> Depot Bay. Uh, that comes with a high recommendation from uh, Mr. Hale and myself, um, though I've only, of course, lived vicariously through Jamie's experience there. So once you've you know gotten your early morning soak in your uh, Cannon Beach hot tub, I mean, you got lots of options of things to do throughout the day, COVID pandemic or otherwise. You've got, like you said, Ecola State Park is right there, Oswald West. You've got, of course, your casual beach strolling safely, of course. I don't know. Any specific recommendations, Jamie? Yeah, well, at Ecola State Park, which is just north of town, they just recently, back this past October, reopened one of the trails that's been closed for almost five years. It was closed. 
it washed out in a landslide back at, at the end of 2015. Um, this is the Indian Beach Trail. So it, it runs between the Ecola Point parking lot and the Indian Beach parking lot, which are the two main parking lots there in the park. And it's just about a 2.1 mile trail each way. And it's a beautiful little hike. Uh, I would highly recommend checking this out. I personally had not been able to do that before the washout. So this is my mm. first time on this trail. And for those who had done it before, it's actually a totally new experience. Oh, cool. So because the, the trail washed out so much on the ocean side of the cliffs, they had to reroute it around the landslide. So instead of just running along the cliffs like it used to, now it kind of goes up and you get this great ocean view. And then it dives back into this old growth coastal forest. And it's just beautiful back there. I mean, just this, that shade of green where everything is covered in moss and these, the sword ferns are just popping out of the ground. These old Sitka spruce trees. It's a beautiful place to, to go wander for just a couple few miles out there on the coast. Sounds excellent. And I love the visual language there. The description. I mean, that sounds like your kind of quintessential quote unquote perfect, uh, Oregon coast hike. Oh, yeah. If you can get the forest plus the ocean views, I think to me, that's just perfect. Yeah, what's not to love there? Um, So you've done your hike. You've done your outdoor excursion for the day. You're looking for a little something to eat. You know, I know there's, uh, of course, the Pelican Brewery there in Cannon Beach um, with some outdoor seating. There's a favorite taco place of yours. I think Kiki's, if I'm remembering correctly, <laughs> what, wh- where would you direct the, uh, the traveler to go for lunch or dinner? Yeah. Well, Cannon beach is a restaurant kind of town. So I've got, yeah. I got lots of recommendations here and it's, um, it really depends on what you are looking for during the pandemic. So there are, you know, for people who want to do outside seating, um, there are a couple places that, that do it pretty well. Um, Pelican, as you mentioned, is one of the most popular places. I've heard that wait times for outdoor tables at Pelican can sometimes be up to two hours right now on like weekends, which, you know, is a lot. <laughs> I think Driftwood Restaurant and Lounge is sort of one of the old Cannon Beach staples that had a great patio seating before the pandemic and they've added some more seating out there. So that is a great place to go to as well if you want that. For those who just want to do takeout, I love the takeout from McGregor's. Uh, they do a sort of a, a whiskey bar in Manzanita, and they also have a new place there in Cannon Beach that does some food as well as um, now cocktails. And if you're into whiskey at all or whiskey cocktails, they do excellent cocktails to go with some really good just sort of basic pub food. Um, I had a halibut sandwich there that was just awesome and a great, um, they called it a, a dark cherry whiskey sour Really, really good. You can get that to go, uh, which is a great way to do dinner. Then, of course, there, you know, there's places like Ecola Seafood, which do just your, you know, fried fish or fish and chips, which already kind of had a great to go model with some outdoor seating already set up there in their parking lot. That's a great spot. Jim, the, the place, the taco place you mentioned, Kiki's Tacos is actually a brand new spot. So this was in a place that was occupied by Sweet Basil's Cafe for years. And they did um, some Creole. It was a really interesting and really well-respected restaurant that closed at the very beginning of the pandemic. So replacing them just this past December was this new place called Kiki's Tacos and Margarita Bar, uh, which I think is a really great idea. You don't see a lot of that out there on the coast, especially at a place like Cannon Beach. But, you know, you can get some tacos, sit outside, get a margarita on a sunny day. 
which I had, you know, uh, on my trip, I had a nice sunny day. I got, you know, some, ta- some, some pork tacos and sat outside and it was really good. I got to say. No margarita? No, no. You know, <laughs> can only do so much drinking on the job, Jim. <laughs> oh, the perils, the perils of, uh, yeah, uh, understandable. But I have to say that sounds pretty lovely. Uh, would definitely go for that. Well, margarita on the, what is it? The patio outdoor seating. Uh, mm-hmm. can you see the ocean? Cause I feel like that's, uh, a pretty essential deal if you're doing the margarita. No, no, you cannot Ooh. see the ocean. Uh, but it is a nice little, um, you sort of, you know, it's a, it's a little kind of deck built onto a grassy area. Just, it's kind of off the main drag. So you're not right on the sidewalk. It's a nice little area. They, they've, um, sort of uh, expanded the outdoor seating that was there before at Sweet Basil's so they could, you know, specifically do this during the pandemic. I think it's bold of a place to open in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. So good for them. I really hope it works out for them. Good for them. And, you know, I'll, I'll take a pass on the uh, soft rule of uh, got to see the ocean if you're drinking a margarita. <laughs> I, I think that's a rule I made up on, on the spot and I can very easily bend it to fit the specification here. So um, <laughs> Kiki's Tacos uh, and some margarita action that sounds mighty nice. So let's say you've done Cannon Beach already a couple of times before, right? It's one of the most popular places to go, Jamie. You've got other options, though. By no means do you have to only hunker down in Cannon Beach. You've got Seaside, Manzanita, other options. Um, Of course, we'd be remiss not to mention those here on the podcast. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I feel like these, this sort of this trio of towns, Cannon Beach, Seaside, and Manzanita, they're all kind of right there in the same area. And they're oftentimes lumped together. And it really, depending on what you're looking for, I think that's what is going to drive your decision on which town to visit. So I, I kind of see Seaside as more of like the younger family town. If you have kids, you want to do a lot of stuff. You know, they have arcades. They've got, you know, a, a huge beach with, you know, the swings on the beach, uh, just a lot of restaurants, a lot of big sort of hotels. If you want sort of more of that resort, more of that vacation town kind of feel, Seaside is great for that. Cannon Beach, to me, it feels a little bit more grown up in that it appeals more to maybe, you know, couples or, you know, older families. It, you know, if you want sort of more of a nice dinner out somewhere, Cannon Beach is your place for that. And of course, I mean, Haystack Rock, Sunset at Haystack Rock, I think is one of the best experiences on the Oregon coast. It's just a beautiful, beautiful spot uh, for the end of the day. And then Manzanita, a lot of people like to go to Manzanita as sort of an alternative to Cannon Beach because, I mean, like we've said, Cannon Beach and Seaside both can get extremely crowded and just the experience of being in town can be a little overwhelming. So for folks who are looking for something a little bit quieter, a little bit more low key, Manzanita has a lot of vacation homes that you can rent out there that offer you that experience. Now, there's not going to be as many places to go out to eat, not as much stuff to do. But for some people, if, if you don't need any of that, Manzanita is a great alternative to you know, sort of the more hustle and bustle of Cannon Beach or Seaside. Moral of the story, we've got options. That's right. That's right. Very good. Well, Jamie, that lowdown, I'm sure a lot of folks will appreciate, especially for the folks among us who are maybe gauging whether, you know, geez, does it it feel good or right or okay to go visit a town like this, to book a vacation rental, to spend a couple of nights out there. And I guess I'll put you on the hot seat 
real quick uh, before we say goodbye is, you know, you went and did that. You, you've been a very COVID conscious person throughout the pandemic. How did it feel to go, granted you were doing this alone, but how did it feel to kind of go do a little bit of travel stuff uh, on the coast? Yeah. You know, I felt, I would say it felt pretty good, pretty good. I didn't feel like 100% comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm in a place, you know, where, you know, I don't feel super comfortable like eating out, um, with other people, um, like at outside tables or that kind of stuff. I know that my housemates who I live with certainly are not. Um, so it's, I would say for, for me who, who feels kind of in the middle when it comes to comfort in, in terms of these, these COVID precautions, um, I felt mostly pretty comfortable. You know, I wish that I could have like gone into these bars and been able to feel safe and comfortable, you know, sitting and having like, you know, a burger and looking out at the ocean and being able to talk to people. Mm-hmm. These are experiences I, I used to really enjoy at Cannon Beach, you know, um, sort of that, that casual conversation and, and getting to know other travelers. That's something that I just really felt missing for me. So it, it felt like a bit more of a, of an isolated experience, a bit more of a lonelier experience than I'm used to as a traveler. But, you know, you still have the incredible beauty at Ecola. You still have the sunsets at Haystack. You know, you still have the, the great food at the restaurants. So there was a lot to love there. And if you can just be okay with the sacrifices that naturally come with traveling during a pandemic, mm-hmm. I think it's a really, really great experience just to be, to be able to get back out there and to, to honestly, to help out this, you know, struggling town and these restaurants. I think that's a huge part of it too. Absolutely. Jamie. Well, folks, until next time you can watch our videos on the Oregonians YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram at peak Northwest and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com slash travel. Please leave us a rating or a review if you enjoy the show. And if you want to support this podcast and our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details, of course, at OregonLive.com slash pod support. This episode of the show was produced by me, Jim Ryan, alongside Jamie Hale and Elliot Noose. Stay safe and happy travels, everyone. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds of Zen. Plano, plano.